Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Imagine I would have listened to the people that tell you there's nothing you can do about your looks. Fuck that. In this video, I'm going to break down every single thing that I did to improve every area of my face on a three-year looks maxing journey that you will not find in any YouTube video by some smart guy hiding behind the PowerPoint. No, this is real-life knowledge. And I promise that this video has absolutely the power to transform your life and make you attractive. So let's go. Listen, there are exactly three things that you need to do to transform your jawline and the overall lower third of your face. So it starts off with the jaw muscles, the chewing muscles. From a very early age, your masseter muscles are underdeveloped. And so you need to chew against resistance, like a bodybuilding exercise as if you're trying to build muscle. You need to build up that masseter muscle. There are different ways you can do that. You can chew a specific gum that is extra hard and allows you to contract those masseter muscles. You can also chew this ball that you put in the front of your mouth. It's a good alternative. And lastly, a method that I experiment around with by myself is to chew against the resistance band where you close your mouth against the band resistance, which also trains your masseter muscles. But I need to warn you on any of these exercises, don't open your mouth too much. Stay in this range of motion where your mouth is almost shut and this will prevent your joints from hurting. The joints of your jaw are very sensitive, so they don't like if you open your mouth too much against resistance, so pay attention to that. Now, the next thing is hollow cheeks. See, when I bulked to build as much muscle as possible, I was always eating a lot of food very quickly because, I mean, my appetite was just massive. I wanted to gain size. But the problem is, if you don't pay attention to how you eat food, you will overdevelop the buccinator muscles because you tend to put too much food into your mouth. It spreads out to the sides and your cheeks get, they get full. And now your buccinator muscles, they have to keep that food inside of your mouth. And so they get developed by doing that. So you need to eat in small bites and chew on the inside of your teeth to not activate the buccinator muscles. And so another mistake during eating 
was something that I only discovered after watching the videos of Dr. Mark Mew was the wrong swallowing technique. So I used to swallow my food way too fast because I wanted to get it down quickly. And I used my cheek muscles a lot for that. But the correct swallowing technique is to swallow purely from activating your tongue muscles. So you use your tongue all the way to swallow the food and you don't use your cheeks at all which keeps the buccinator muscles deactivated and it will help you to hollow your cheeks. Aside from developing the facial muscles in the proper way, two years ago, I made the commitment to start mewing and never go back. And I believe that this made a massive change in my facial structure. The way it works is that by pushing your tongue against the roof of your mouth for a long periods of time, you are applying pressure to your palate, which forces the palate to widen. And that leads to a wider jaw. The reason it works is the same as why palatal expanders work. Now, those are obviously more efficient tools that are used in orthodontics. But if you don't want to have strange braces in your mouth and your jaw isn't severely recessed, then mewing can definitely improve your looks. And I did it wrong for a very long time in the beginning because I couldn't properly figure out how to position the entire tongue at the roof of my mouth, which is how you're supposed to do it. I only had half my tongue at the roof of my mouth, which is not the correct position that you want to be. So the way I learned proper mewing was to stand straight up, shoulders back, chest up, close your mouth, but don't clinch your teeth. It's, it's, it's very difficult in the beginning to kind of separate mewing from clinching your teeth. You need to do it in a relaxed state. You need to have a chewing gum in your mouth. That is the easiest way to learn it by far. And then squeeze that chewing gum against the roof of your mouth with the back of your tongue. It's way easier to learn if you have a chewing gum because it's similar in muscle building. Like a lot of people struggle with the mind-muscle connection. You will probably, if you try this the first time, you will not understand how to use your tongue the proper way because you, you're not used to do it. So you need to touch the muscle that you want to activate. It's similar in bodybuilding. A lot of coaches, they touch the muscles that they want, that you need to feel because it enhances your mind-muscle connection. So if you have the chewing gum, you can squeeze it against the roof of your mouth, develop the, the correct position. You, you will have a feel, like a sense of how mewing is supposed to be. And then you just need to continue breathing through your nose. And so another important tip to develop that mind-muscle connection to your tongue is to practice mewing in front of a mirror or a selfie camera. Because if you do a movement with your muscle and then you can see with your eyes how something changes, that also develops the neural patterns in your brain and you learn the movement more quickly. And another thing I started doing not too long ago was to actually tape my mouth during the night so that I'm forced to maintain the position and breathe through the nose as it's supposed to. And I even started to wear that tape throughout the day if I am alone at home because it just helps me to develop that subconscious habit of breathing through my nose because I used to breathe through my mouth for such a long time. So how does my facial routine look like? Well, personally, I like to separate it into a hard and a soft part. The hard part starts with a hard set of chewing against resistance with the band or sometimes the ball. And I just push myself really hard, almost like a muscle building exercise in order to really strengthen those masseter muscles. But then I also chew a lot of gum throughout the day. And, you know, sometimes I chew gum for three hours, sometimes I chew gum for one hour a day. It's not something that I specifically keep track of, but I just make sure to do it. And when it comes to mewing, I also do the same thing. I have a hard mewing set, meaning I set a timer for five minutes 
and then I just push my tongue against the roof of my mouth as hard as possible for five minutes straight. And I can't do it for five minutes straight, okay? Sometimes I let loose and then I do it again and then I give a give it a little break, I do it again and again and again until I haven't completed the entire five minutes. And then I try to maintain the tongue posture, but not at 100% pressure, more like 10% pressure throughout the entire day, every single day, yeah. Also, don't let anybody tell you that facial exercises don't work. It is the same people, it is the same average amateur gym goer that doesn't buy my natural status because he refuses to train like a professional athlete in his free time and to optimize his nutrition 100%. It is the same lazy average student at the bottom of the class who claims that my top 5% grades are just a result of my IQ despite me working 50 to 60 hours a week on my studies. And, and it is the same person that would tell the younger version of myself to never start with facial exercises because it is a scam. These people, they all have one thing in common. They are in the bottom 90% of efforts. They want easy, quick fixes and they don't believe in work. And so I want you to join the top 10%. I want you to be there. I don't want you to live in mediocrity. I want you to reach your potential and crush everybody on your way who doesn't believe in you and make the best of yourself and not listen to all these bullshit mediocre people who are dragging you down because they are too lazy to do something about their own transformation. The next component to improve the appearance of your jawlines are your testosterone levels. And many people who have went through gym transformations, they've also improved their faces. And it's not just because of the body fat loss, it is because testosterone actually affects how the body fat is distributed in your body and even in your face. So a 10 second checklist to achieve naturally high testosterone levels is heavy compound lifts, minimum eight hours of sleep, sunlight or vitamin D3 supplements, healthy fat sources such as nuts, seeds, avocado, olive oil, fish, or omega-3 supplements. Now let's move on to the next part of looks maxing. And that is the thing, the single thing that I get the most compliments for by women. Bit creepy. Guys, very much would dislike being told that. Why is he creepy? His eyes are always too nice. Isn't they're just so beautiful, I couldn't look at them long enough. No, it's not my physique. By the way, I would actually say that my physique plays a bigger role than my eyes. But complimenting my physique, it's it's too sexual. Like, girls, they, they can't just openly say, oh, I found your body hot, I want to fuck you. It's easier to say, oh, you have nice eyes. So that is where I get more compliments on my eyes. Don't neglect your physique, boys. But how can you actually look smacks your eyes? Well, it's very simple. You open your phone, you go to settings, you go to genetics, and then you switch on hunter eyes. Okay, jokes aside, what can you actually prove about your eyes? I'm not gonna talk about some bullshit. Oh, you need to have 50 degrees of positive cantal tilt. And if you don't have that, it's over for you because then you cannot have hunter eyes. And it's only about the shape and that is genetic. Shut up, okay? If you, if you wanted to hear that, that is the wrong channel for you. It is about improvement and the practical steps that you can actually do and accept what you cannot change. That is the attitude that you must have on looks magazine. But what can you actually do to impact your eye shape without surgery, obviously? But that's quite a risky thing. I mean, I don't want to have needles around my eyes. You, If you start mewing right now, which I already described in the beginning of this video, it, it doesn't only impact your jawline development, but it also pushes the palate upwards and it elevates the maxilla and your cheekbones, which is going to provide better support for your eyes. And if you're doing it long enough over time, that can actually 
lead to a reduction of scleral show and make your eyes more attractive. So Mune has multiple benefits. What else is there? You can reduce the upper eyelid exposure and close the distance between your brows and your eyes with the following techniques. Guys in the Luxmaxing community have experimented with ice hooding, meaning to ice the skin area, not of your eyelid, but just slightly above, like between the eyelid and the brow, which is supposedly going to lead to extra fat development in that area. And the theory behind this is that people who live in very cold regions generally tend to have lower upper eyelid exposure. So it might be worth copying it. Another technique that some people have found effective is eyelid pulling. If you do that a couple of minutes a day, every single day, that could potentially help to redistribute the fat as well and achieve the same effect of reducing the upper eyelid exposure and make your eyes more hunter-like. Another thing that I personally do myself to reduce eye bags is, well, first of all, get a good night of sleep. But then also, secondly, you can use tea bags. Freeze the tea bags overnight. And if you wake up just before you're about to leave your house for a minute or two, you can put these tea bags under your eyes. Um, and it will help to get rid of the eye bags. One of the things that makes my eyes attractive is the color. I have gray eyes and gray eyes and blue eyes are the two most attractive colors that you can have on ice. It works, okay? It works for different ethnicities even. Look at Jeremy Meeks. You don't need to be blonde to have blue eyes, especially even if you are like a darker skin tone or if you have darker hair, blue eyes are still, they, they're going to add a contrast to your face and make you look rarer and more attractive. And you can use lenses that are going to change your eye color. Now, you don't have to. You don't have to do shit, okay? You don't have to do shit, but just know that some guys, they have naturally blue eyes and some guys, they fake their blue eyes and those guys, they're crushing it and dating and you can make any excuse that you want. Do it or don't, I don't care. This is the advice that I'm going to give you. Also, on the topic of lenses, if you're currently wearing glasses and you're thinking about to switch to lenses, that might be a good idea if your eye area is above average. But if your eye area is below average, it might very well be a good idea to actually wear glasses, even if they make you look nerdy, who cares? Because it will distract the attention from your eye area and move it to the other areas of your face. So glasses are not necessarily bad. And because of that, I wanted to leave you with this little chart that shows you which glasses are suited for which head shape. Next thing is your eyebrows. See, I'm not only using makeup, I'm also applying minoxidil to grow and thicken my eyebrows. And this is something that has actually been scientifically proven to work. And on top of that, I am painting my eyebrows with an eyebrow pen to make them look even thicker and fuller. So lacking eyebrows are definitely something that is going to remove points from your attractiveness score. You don't want to have that. But even if you have solid eyebrows, making them even thicker is going to make you look more masculine and they're more thick. That's a good thing. The ideal male eyebrows are either straight or have a slight angle. Round eyebrows and eyebrows with a strong angle, they are considered feminine and not attractive on men. The eyebrows should also have a positive tilt, ideally. One trick that you can use is to brush them upwards on the outside and brush them downwards on the inside in order to create the illusion 
of a gradient that goes inwards. Now, when it, when it comes to plucking the eyebrows on the inside, the ideal level is something that you can read based on this position of your nose. When it comes to the outside of the eyebrows, most men don't require any eyebrow plucking and they should let it grow out about one finger away from their eye, ideally. I often show pictures of my physique in my videos, but you already know that I am extremely jacked without that because I have the neck and the traps of a proper masculine man. And let me tell you, I didn't always have them, okay? It came through training. And the YouTuber Alex from Alpha Destiny inspired me to actually take on this journey of improving your neck and traps as part of improving your looks. Neck training is 100% mandatory. There is no way around this. So the things that I've done to grow my neck are neck curls, plain and simple. No additional exercises needed. And obviously, once you have enough strength to bang out like 100 reps with your own um with the weight of your own head, you're going to use additional plates. And I even went up to as heavy as 25 kg, but take it slowly, okay? You, first of all, you need to warm up and make sure that your neck is safe because it's quite an injury prone area. And for me personally, even after doing the warm up and doing a couple of reps without the weight, I would still feel pain and some discomfort in my neck if I do the whole range of motion of going all the way back with my entire head and then all the way up. So what helped me to prevent that, and maybe that is you, I mean, there is no right or wrong in this, you need to listen to your body, is to keep my neck stuck in a position and not move it all the way up and down, and but only move the chin up and down. So neck is fixed and only the chin moves, not the entire head. So if you have any problems in your upper spine, this is going to remove them. And you really wanna pair that exercise with the reverse version because otherwise you're going to have imbalances and your posture is going to suck. So always keep in mind to train the back of the neck as well. And the back of your neck is always stronger. So you will need either twice as many repetitions or more weight to train it properly. Then there is also your traps. Now in most bodybuilding programs you are going to have some form of rows which also activate your traps and deadlifts which give you that weighted stretch because the traps are very strong and if you stretch them out with some heavy weight they're going to grow from that as well. So if you have these two types of movements in your program you don't unless traps are like a weak part you don't really need isolation exercises and I personally don't do them because for me, those two movements are enough. But if you're not doing both of these exercises, you will need to have some isolation work, otherwise your traps will stay underdeveloped. And the best way to do that is to have shrugs in your program. Besides heavy deadlifts, trap bar shrugs are my favorite way of building massive traps naturally. And the ideal way to do shrugs is with a trap bar, where your hands are spaced apart, and it just makes it easier to contract your traps up and back. Did you know that the upper trap fibers don't run up completely vertically? They actually come out and in, which indicates that shrugging with the arms outside shoulder width apart is optimal. Interestingly, EMG research validates this, where a medium grip expresses the highest upper trap activation. Going back to trap bars, they're literally tailor-made for this purpose. But for the biggest component to achieve facial attractiveness is to get lean. And even if you think you're currently lean, such as I was at around 14, 15% body fat, getting into that 10% zone 
makes you even more attractive. The biggest mistake that I was making, and you're probably making as well if you're trying to get lean, is to eat anything that you haven't cooked yourself. So in order to achieve my degree of leanness, I had to stop ordering food, eating at restaurants, and preparing every single meal myself. And since that takes a lot of discipline and the majority of guys are not willing to cook and every single day, and neither am I, there's a, there's a cheat code, you need to meal prep. This means that I only cook one time in four days, that's it. So it actually, it's very little work if you think about it. And then you also need a couple snacks that take less than a minute to prepare, such as tuna salads or cottage cheese with some fruit. And that is the ultimate system to consistently stick to your diet. One crucial mistake that I want to make you aware of is to not just starve yourself and not do any stupid kind of fasting if you're trying to get lean. And what this means is if you're losing body weight without training your muscles, yes, even your facial muscles, and eating high amounts of protein, what's gonna happen is you're going to lose muscle and fat at the same rate. And the result of that is you're going to lose weight and everything like your body, your face, everything is going to get smaller, but it's going to look the same. So the definition is not going to increase. The definition is a result of bones, muscle, and low body fat, and not of low body weight generally. So your body is also going to break down the muscle tissue unless you protect it. So high protein is crucial. You should take the number of your body weight in pounds, which is 2.2 times your body weight in kg. And then that is the amount of grams of protein that you need to consume on a daily basis, ideally to maximize muscle growth and obviously to prevent muscle breakdown and avoid the proportional shrinking effect such that if you then lose the body weight, you are actually going to become leaner in your appearance and not just look the same, but a smaller version of it. Another hack to make your face look lean very quickly, even if you are not at the final stage of your diet yet, is to remove the water retention. So your face stores water in two different ways, inside the muscle cells and outside of it. Inside the muscle cells, you have the glycogen, which comes from eating carbs. Those glycogen cells, they hold on to a lot of water. So by switching to a low carb and high fat and high protein diet, you can get rid of the water retention out of the muscle cells in your face. But then you also need to get rid of the extracellular water, which is just randomly floating in your skin. and it is sodium that makes your face hold on to that water. So you need to reduce your sodium intake and collectively by lowering the carbs and the sodium, you're going to achieve a leaner face. But keep in mind to continue drinking a lot of water, which is obviously healthy for you. And it's not going to lead to an increase in water retention because as I explained, the water retention depends on the carbs and the sodium. And if you remove both of them out of your diet, then there is nothing in your face that is going to hold onto that water. So the water is going to fulfill its natural role, the function to hydrate you, to make your overall body function better, the brain, the muscles, just everything. And, that's all, and it's also going to improve your skin. So continue to drink water, just keep in mind to lower the sodium and the carbs. And that is how you achieve a facial transformation within a couple of days. One thing that I was very blessed with from birth is to have a very masculine father figure. And when I had terrible acne, he was constantly reminding me 
to take my skincare more seriously. I, I didn't give a fuck at that point of time. And one day when I wanted to leave the house and go to the gym, he literally stopped me and yelled at me, Du siehst eklig aus, mit deiner Haut würde ich mir nicht aus dem Haus trauen. Now that is German and what that means is that you are disgusting because your skin is full of acne. And that was the day when I decided that I'm going to treat my acne seriously. And since his words were literally a life-changing moment, otherwise I wouldn't have started my skincare routine, I'm going to give you the same favor. If you have acne, you are disgusting. You are, okay? So it's time to actually change something in your diet, change something with your skincare, and get that perfect pretty boy skin. One thing I started to do is to actually use skincare products. So the first part of my skincare routine is something that I do every morning and every evening, and that is to use a cleanser. It's just a gel that you scrub in your face with your fingers and then you wash it off, nothing special. But what it does is it removes the buildup that you have on your face, it removes some of the old skin, and it also softens and hydrates your skin, which is very good and helps you with the long-term acne prevention. But then the second component of my skincare routine is something I only do in the evenings and only every second day, and that is to use an exfoliator. It's another gel and it contains these grains that if you rub that into your face with your fingers, you're going to basically scrub away the old and the dead skin. And, and what these grains also do, they basically, they loosen up your skin and the gel contains a few minerals that are healthy. So you should wait before you wash away the exfoliant. And after like two minutes, you can wash it away as well and dry your skin. And now the third component is something that I do daily before I go to sleep. So this would be like the last stage of my skincare routine. And that is to moisturize my skin. Because what the moisturizer does again is it hydrates your skin and it's really good for that longevity. So you're going to develop less wrinkles over time and your skin is going to stay and look youthful. So that was it, those are the basics. Now I also experimented around with other components such as a toner, but I can make a separate video on that. But there's a crucial component that nobody talks about when it comes to skincare routines. Nobody talks about it because you can't sell it, it's not a product, so no, nobody can plug in their affiliation link and make money off it, but I'm gonna tell you. And that is to switch your pillowcase regularly, okay, at least once per week, because overnight the dead skin cells from your head, the hair, and you know, just some dirt in general, it will always fall on your pillow and then you absorb all of that with your face every single night. So make sure to switch your pillowcase regularly. That, that made a big difference in my skin improvement. And I also remove sugar from your diet. Th th there was a point where I thought that I had removed all the sugar, but you know, I was cheating. It, actually, I didn't remove all the sugar. There was one thing left, and that was ketchup. Now, it's probably not going to be ketchup for you, maybe it's something else, but make sure not to lie to yourself and actually remove all the unhealthy and processed sugar in your diet completely, okay? That is a game changer as well. My skin is something that I got a lot of compliments for by guys and girls as well, especially this summer when I was at the peak of my tan. And you can see, Wheat Waffles made a video asking college girls if they find me attractive or not. And one of the things they mentioned consistently is my skin tone. Uh, I like his skin tone. He's got a bit of like a more olivey skin tone. Yeah, that's like my type, tanned. It fits the 
archetype of a hyper masculine man okay tall dark and handsome which in case you didn't know is a specific archetype in romantic fiction aimed at women tall dark handsome like tan the impact of skin color in attractiveness of male faces has been studied and they concluded that compared to the average male face attractive male faces have darker skin more beards darker brows and eye lines but there's also a problem with tanning your skin too much because it ruins your skin health in the long run so the only reason i did my tanning marathon in the first place was for a photo shoot okay because i wanted to have a couple good pictures and videos of me lifting weights when i was at the very peak of my shred i wanted to capture couple bodybuilding posts so that, that that's honestly the main reason why i did it i don't keep up the tan the whole year round as you can see i'm much more pale right now but i wouldn't recommend to stay pale so if you are very pale definitely get a tan but don't overdo it don't continue to damage your skin because it's going to be a problem in the long run all the tips that i gave you to improve your skin so far they work wondrous but one key element is missing don't you get it there was one thing on the internet that a lot of guys with perfect skin will never tell you. And they will never tell you because otherwise they wouldn't be selling as much skincare products as they currently are. It's makeup, okay? Makeup is the steroids of skincare, you know? In the fitness community, there are people who use steroids and then they claim natural to sell fitness products. And I know a bunch of guys think that I'm doing the same thing. No, I'm not, okay? I'm actually natural. But in the skincare community, a bunch of guys are using makeup and then they're claiming that their skincare routine is what got them their results. They're, they're frauding you, okay? I'm not going to mention names, but, but there are some people who you are watching with high likelihood that are using makeup. They're just not telling you, okay? In my opinion, there is a massive difference between being a weak feminine man who uses makeup products and paints his nails. I mean, those kind of guys have a skinny neck, low testosterone, they have just feminine body language and they, they use makeup no woman has ever want to fuck them okay they're not attractive i don't want you to go down that route of being a soy boy but if you're a proper masculine man okay you can lift heavy weights you can yell you can box um but you still want to have amazing skin nothing stops you from using makeup okay now you have probably not noticed so far that i am actually wearing makeup in this video and the reason for this is because it's invisible okay I, I don't apply like 50 layers of makeup like women do it's just the basic first layer which is called foundation and the thing it does is it evens out your skin tone and makes your entire skin of one single tone and that just looks better so first you moisturize your face just like in the skincare routine and then you apply that foundation layer on top of it just by tapping your finger on your skin and then distributing the foundation. And that's it. That's literally it. And if you want to remove it, don't do it just with water, but actually use the cleanser that I already explained to you in my skincare routine. That's it. Now, you don't have to wear makeup if you already have good skin. For me personally, it's just a way to fraud away some of the acne that, I, that sometimes still breaks out from time to time because... Even with all the perfect nutrition and skincare, you know, I'm just genetically predisposed to have shitty skin. So it's it gets better from the skincare routine alone, but in order to get it to 100%, I need to fraud it with makeup. So that's why I'm using it. If you have good skin, you don't necessarily need it. Okay, that's my opinion on it. Now, let's move on to the hair. I think hair is very, very important in the current day and age. And so what kind of hairstyle should you use for your skull shape? Well... It doesn't only depend on skull shape, but that is a good way to start. So if you have a squared face, 
It's actually very, very beneficial to have a bust cut because it emphasizes your masculine bone structure of your head. And you don't need to have any fancy, you know, hairstyle. But if your head is longer, such as mine, you would benefit from actually covering your forehead, which is why I've been growing my hair in the last couple of months. And I'm not quite satisfied with how it currently looks like if I style it downwards, but I might give it a try in the future. By far the biggest problem with hair is balding. And, you know, there are different types of balding. You can either have balding spots like I used to have them. And that is something you can fix with minoxidil or finasteride. If you apply it on a daily basis and stay consistent, you need to start early enough, okay? You need to actually stop coping and get treatment, otherwise it's going to be worse over time. But if you're balding on, on your entire skull, it's time to shave it off and go full bald mode, okay? That, that is the only solution. And there are women who, they would prefer you if you had the full head of hair, but if you are balding, it doesn't look good. And you're not going to impress them anyway, so you need to go for the other part of women that want that full hardcore masculine man. What do you think of bald guys? Yeah, I can't rate a bald guy. I agree. I rate a bald guy and I like bald people. One night if I was very drunk. Hot. You think he's hot? Ish. Quiet. Probably one night. And you can see First Man is a perfect example of somebody who has made himself into a highly sexually desired man, as the experiment by Wheat Waffles shows here. So there are a lot of women who are actually interested in him because he fully owns his boldness by building the great physique, by growing a beard and just choosing a different path. And the way he describes it is something that I very like, like I pretty much agree with the mindset, is that 90% of young men are just a full head of hair. 90% of young men, they've just, they've just got nice hair they've just got a full head of hair and as soon as they lose that their whole life falls apart and if you lose your hair you're going to get exposed for not having anything else to rely on and this should motivate you to really kick ass in life and build up all the other parts of your life and then either go for the full hyper masculine look as he does or get a hair transplant and actually fix your hair because to be honest i believe that Despite him rocking that hyper-masculine image, he would do even better if he had a hair transplant. So, you know, fix your, sort your life out first, become, upgrade yourself on all levels first, but then also make sure to still get your hair transplant, because that is ultimately going to make you more attractive. It's not just about how the hairstyle fits your skull shape, it's also about how does the hairstyle fit your archetype. See, there is you can style yourself to be more of a masculine man or more of a pretty boy. So having my hair styled the way I currently have it, it may not be ideal for my skull shape, but it suits the overall image, the archetype that I'm presenting to the world. The archetype that I'm currently aiming for is the chat. But when I say chat in this context, I'm referring to a combination of masculine and pretty traits, which ultimately make me land somewhere in the middle. And since I am 23 and aiming to be attractive to women, of the ages 19 to 20, that is roughly the ideal range in my personal opinion. Now, if I wanted to go the hyper-masculine route, I could grow out a beard, which I've already done in the past, despite having bad beard genetics using minoxidil, it helped me to achieve facial hair growth. Luckily, researchers have already looked into the effects of facial hair manipulation on female perceptions of attractiveness. And what they found is that Males with light stubble were considered to be the most attractive. Stubble 
is more sexually desirable and more dimorphic than a Viking beard. And this is because that if you have a good jawline and if you have heavy stubble, you can still show off the jawline. While if your beard becomes too long, the jawline disappears. Women would, when it comes to one night stand, would rather choose a guy with heavy stubble over a clean shaved guy, but they would also choose a guy with heavy stubble over a long beard guy because super long beards, they make you more approachable, more trustworthy, and more of a father figure than of a bad boy. The perfect example for this is Hamza. He used to have a beard that would be considered sexually attractive by a large population of women, but now he switched it up to a style that makes him more like the leader of a tribe, which is not the same as being the most attractive to women. Hamza is a textbook example for somebody who went through all three archetypes of looks maxing, from pretty boy to chat to the hyper-masculine character. And I'll be honest, the hyper-masculine one looks the most badass to me. But with the knowledge that we currently have, the middle version of him is the most universally attractive to the largest pool of women. It's just that the middle one hits the right balance between masculine and pretty features. The reason he can pull off the clean shaved version as well is because he has a very good bone structure in his cheekbones and his jawline and it doesn't come from nothing, okay? Hamza has also practiced mewing for several years now and it transformed the structure of his face. But some guys have such a low starting point in terms of bone structure genetics that they, sh they should still try to improve their bone structure, but they would be better off actually frauding their bone structure with a proper hyper-masculine beard. It depends on the cards that you've been dealt with genetically. That is the entire system that I use to transform my face from an average guy to the most attractive version of myself that you currently see on camera. And let me tell you, it is absolutely worth it. Your life is going to change. But that is just one component of the entire process of building the physique, of boosting your height, of maximizing your style, and then also your archetype, how feminine or masculine you should develop your character. And since this video is already too long, I'm going to cover the other aspects in future videos. So stay tuned, subscribe to the channel, leave a like, leave a comment for the YouTube algorithm. And I'm happy to see you in future videos. Keep planning for your next trip. Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.